Hello and welcome along to episode 12 of The Nerd Degree. It's me, Brendan, and I'm just here to introduce the show. This is a show that is really dear to the heart of six-year-old me. It is a show all about dinosaurs. It's hosted by the lovely Ben Allen. Please enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your nerds. Hello everybody and welcome to this episode 12 of The Nerd Degree, Goodness Cretaceous Me, uh, in which we will be unravelling the mysteries of prehistory, talking about dinosaurs, favourites to both hat-wearing Sam Neill characters and six-year-old boys everywhere. Uh, in celebration of the upcoming film, of course, uh, Jurassic World, uh, I think it's June the 11th it's coming out, uh, you might have seen the trailer, uh, Mosasaurus eats a shark and Chris Pratt collects a paycheck, it's all very exciting. <laughs> So, we're looking forward to that. So, um, I'm, I'm joined uh, today in the booth by Dr. Erin Harrington. How are you, Dr. Erin Harrington? I'm very well, thank you, Ben. Very good, very good. Uh, would you like to tell the folks about our show sponsor today? Our show, The Nerd Degree, Goodness Cretaceous Me, is brought to you by the Chicxulub Asteroid Impact. The Chicxulub Asteroid Impact, when you absolutely, positively got to kill every last dinosaur in the room, except no substitutes. <laughs> Right, so we have two teams uh, willing to battle out over their uh, dinosaur knowledge tonight. To my left, uh, please give a big round of applause to the Thag Simmons Institute for Empirical Research. Uh, why don't you introduce yourselves, guys? Uh, my name is Matt Powell. Uh, I'm an improviser and computer nerd. Uh, hi, I'm Gino Sullivan. I'm an improviser from Wellington, visiting. Ooh. Ooh. The Thag Simmons Institute, everybody. And uh, to my right, we have the KT Extinction. Give them a big round of applause there, please. Uh, introduce yourselves, guys. Uh, I'm the, the K in KT Extinction. I'm Scott Curry. I'm a newly appointed wedding celebrant. I'm uh, currently accredited to do weddings of white, red and purple. <laughs> uh, I, I'm the T in KT Extinction I'm Andrew Todd I'm the gaming editor of BirthMoviesDeath.com And uh, co-director of upcoming film Ghost Shark 2 Urban Jaws <laughs> Give them a round of applause everybody Okay so let's kick off the first round uh, Traditionally as usual The nerdly news uh, Dinosaur themed of course For this special edition uh, I'm going to give the first turn to the first team That can name a theropod uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yes, thank you, Matt. Very I was good. Say days. Uh, thanks, Simmons Institute. All right. What specific aspect of the new Jurassic Park film, Jurassic World, has got many paleontologists particularly ruffled? The fact that it's not going to be as good as the first one. <laughs> They're probably concerned about that. Um, but is it something to do with like gene splicing and then building a better and more terrible and more amazing dinosaur? Because that's they're not, not how they're science not too, works. Uh, they're not too uh, happy about that as well. But there's something very specific to dinosaurs. Uh, maybe Katie Extinction over here. I, I see Andrew <laughs> bobbing up and down. Yes. It's because they don't have any feathers, isn't that's it? That's right. <laughs> I knew it because you said ruffled. And that's and right. It was a really big yeah, see clue. what I did there. Oh. Yes, um, the paleontologists are upset. Uh, they, they're upset because the original Jurassic uh, Park film has quite a good reputation for good science amongst paleontologists. Um, Thomas R. Holtz of the University of Maryland lamented in National Geographic the original movies brought the dinosaur research of the 1980s to 1990s viewers and the latest one seems to bring the dinosaur research of the 1980s to 2010s viewers. <laughs> he did acknowledge, though, that uh, from the trailer that they appeared to be getting a few things right, saying the mosasaur has interior palatial teeth inside its mouth that most modern-day dinosaur documentaries haven't caught up with. He did add, uh, of course, they are feeding it an endangered shark species, so that isn't appropriate. <laughs> Can I just clarify, did you, did you say dinosaur documentary? Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. yeah. lots of no, dinosaur documentary. I was just imagining. Um, so I'm going to, uh, there's a bonus question for this one, uh, I'll throw this one open. Uh, what is the other major scientific uh, inaccuracy of the way velociraptors have been depicted in, yes, Andrew? Uh, they're like twice as big as they yes, should be. Yes, they are, they're actually about the size of turkeys. Uh, in real life. Well, also, we know from the fossil record that dinosaurs in kitchen doors never come That's right. They never interacted. <laughs> but what if they did? Yeah. You, can't, you can't predict what would happen. Ver but Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Very good, Katie Extinction. Lots of points for you there. Um, okay, so um, this next question's for you. Uh, another Jurassic Park sequel is coming out. Uh, who's been working on a prequel lately? Like 
tons of people. Mm. A specific in like, this in this scientific people. community. Oh, oh, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bing, yeah. go on. Bing um, uh, so Albert Einstein came up with the theory of relativity. Mm. Uh, someone's been coming up with a theory of distant relativity, which explains oh. why. You're drawing like, a long bow, Scott. <laughs> Yeah, they the family, from you. Yeah. No. Not what I was looking for. Um, <laughs> the family tree of physics. Uh, uh, Thick Simmons, any ideas over here? Well, a brief history of time is basically a prequel. Oh, but a little bit, a little too much. Uh, <laughs> what, what's happened at Yale University recently is that a, a team of scientists uh, grew dinosaur snouts on chicken embryos. Uh, they, 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 did you say they grilled dinosaurs? Yeah, they grilled that. It was an added flavour sensation. No. Why would you, why would you create a dinosaur snout only just to grill it? No, they, they grew uh, dinosaur snouts, uh, tampering with the chicken's genes, uh, which reverted their beak structure uh, back to, a, to an ancestral state. Uh, lead author of the study, Dr. Bart Anjan-Balar, said, Our goal here was to understand the molecular underpinnings of an important evolutionary transition, not just to create dino chickens simply for the sake of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, everyone responded, yeah, right, to pretty much there. It's just a, a nice bonus. So, so I tampered with some jeans once. Yeah. We were fraying at the bottom, and now I've got some fashionable summer shorts. <laughs> Good work. Uh, so so a, bonus, a bonus point here. The chicken is thought to be the closest living relative of what dinosaur? T-Rex. Yes, Jen, T-Rex. I mean, ding, T-Rex. Ding. Yes. T-Rex. T-Rex oh, is yeah. indeed uh, thought to be more closely related to chickens than to crocodiles or indeed Stegosaurus. Chickens are terrifying. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, Thag Simmons, this next uh, question is for you. Uh, what have both you guys touched today that a dinosaur once did? I didn't know you knew about that. Uh, <laughs> I had a drink of water, uh, and we know that, every, uh, that in a glass of water... Uh, um, any glass of water, a molecule is passed through the bladder of Oliver Cromwell, but also presumably of a Tyrannosaurus. Yes, uh, you're on the money there. Uh, you're on the money. Statistically, any glass of water you ever had has been through a dinosaur at least once. Uh, how, do we, how do we know that Oliver Cromwell was a dinosaur, though? Well, <laughs> he, was, he was a dinosaur in his attitudes to... No, he was a reformist. He was, he was a very modern thinker. Um, yes, because, because water molecules uh, are around for just about forever, uh, and the dinosaurs were around for 186 million years, uh, and there were so many of them, they had more than enough time to consume the entire uh, water supply of the Earth. So, and of course, Oliver Cromwell, also around forever. That's right, <laughs> 186 million Does years. that if they ever did bring back dinosaurs, and they were on path to... Destroying all humans and taking over the world. They would be anti Our best defense would be homeopaths. Possibly. Can we create a theme park with genetically reconstituted Oliver Cromwells? <laughs> well, they don't have to be female, right? We go down. <laughs> should we? It would be a bit, possibly be a bit samey. Um, Life finds a way. <laughs> so, you said a glass oh of water you had is uh, almost guaranteed to be dinosaur pee. Uh, KT Extinction, uh, why was late Jurassic China possibly a bad place to be a street criminal? Um, and the answer is not just because of all the dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, did, did, they, did they have a particularly... Um, they, had, they had, like, stop and frisk laws. <laughs> uh, except they frisk you with, with claws... Ah, so ah. stop and frisk claws. Dinosaurs don't have pockets. So like, there's no, no, you like, couldn't, you like, can't steal. That's true. You I'm going to give things. you, I will award you a point for that. That's very practical <laughs> consideration. <laughs> it's also, it's very difficult. It's difficult to mug an Allosaurus as well. <laughs> it's not going to be intimidated very easily. But um, no. uh, thanks, Simmons. Can you think of what I might be looking for? Uh, well, I didn't have streets either, presumably. No, no. Did something happen that, like, like there were like sort of like things that were like places that dinosaurs would walk a lot, and in that area they just like all filled with lava or something? <laughs> like the just, dinosaur walkways. Yeah, yeah, yeah the probably, dinosaur walkways. Probably. Well, they were the lowest, the lowest points. So yeah. They yeah. Um, no. Uh, no. Now, what I was looking for? Uh, the skies uh, may have been patrolled by a bat dinosaur. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Um, a very recently discovered dinosaur, recently classified dinosaur in China called E. Chi. Recently classified. Well, they found it in 2007, but they've just published oh, the they paper. Just, oh, they yep. just yep. they just gave it a class. A yeah, class. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's, it's, it's a palette. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, it is bat dinosaur. And his, and his parents were killed by a meteor? Yeah, that's right. Um, he, he's a very small dinosaur. He's unique among dinosaurs discovered so far and appearing to possibly have featherless bat-like wings. Uh, lead author of this paper, uh, Dr. Zhu, said that analysis of Ichi's flying ability shows it was capable of flying short distance between trees or flying from treetops to the ground or equally from the top of a Gotham City skyscraper to the roof of a fleeing bank robber's car. So... <laughs> So, uh, Yuchi, this is a bonus question. Um, just went on a ton of weird and wonderful dinosaurs that we've discovered recently. Uh, what's the hit rate at the moment? About how often are we finding and, dis- and naming a new dinosaur? Can anyone give me a guess on that? Uh, two. Two. A week. No, okay. not quite. Pretty good. Uh, it's actually about one every fortnight uh, we're discovering at the moment. We're in the golden age of dinosaur discovery. Uh, we've took, our, n- took our time getting there. Yeah, well, is, is that because the um, the, the paleontologists they, they find the heap, but they withhold them until they get paid every um, two weeks? Well, there's actually <laughs> they're like, oh, I got another one. Oh, keep they, me well, on. There's actually a number of reasons being put forth for it, but one of them actually is that there's been a paleontologist boom um, inspired by the first Jurassic Park film. <gasps> like, people went into seriously went into paleontology, and the numbers oh, right, went up yeah. massively. It's the power of the movies. Um, so we've we've named more dinosaurs in the last twenty years than in the previous one hundred. Um, uh, Katie, extinction. Uh, why can we expect people to be physically Ow. flailing at dinosaurs attacking them in their lounge early next year? Is it physically or physically? Physically, fiscally flailing. <laughs> Economic crisis. No, physically, physically, physically flailing. Uh, dinosaurs yeah. attacking them. Yeah. Uh, so it would be like, oh, um, is it something to do with virtual reality? Yes. Yes, it is. Dinosaur game? Yes, it is. Oh, I'm going to give you some points. I'm going to give you some points. Virtual reality dinosaur game. Yes, and Scott's got the name as well. It's called Ark Survival Evolved. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a prehistoric survival game. Oh, it's for PlayStation? For Project Morpheus, the the reality headset, and Oculus Rift on PC. Uh, Activities include taming and riding your own pteranodon. Yes. Uh, Studio (laughs) co-founder Jesse Rapzak comments of the game, I can tell you with good confidence that not much compares to soaring over the jungles and mountains of Ark Island on the back of your very own pteranodon. (laughs) Possibly adding in a quiet voice afterwards, except, of course, actual human interaction. <laughs> <laughs> no points. Oh, no, heaps of points. You guys are yeah, pretty, pretty onto that. It there. also features this correctly accurate five-breathing dragons. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, f- five it's points for, like for KT Extinction there. Um, thanks, Simmons. Um, what recent comeback might give dwarf planet Pluto hope for the future? Recent comeback. Oh, mm. Brontosaurus came back. Yes. yes. Brontosaurus is a thing again. Brontosaurus is I, a thing again. I don't even again. care. I'm really excited. I'm I so know. good. After 100 years of not being a thing, um, <laughs> former nine dinosaur Brontosaurus, uh, he made the biggest comeback since Lazarus. Uh, <laughs> to give it to use the rugby league terminology, um, originally classified as a distinct species to a Patasaurus in 1879, it was decided in 1903 that the specimen that had been classified, which was minus a head, uh, was in fact effectively an Apatosaurus, leading to the end of Brontosaurus as a scientific name. Uh, but a, a recent study published this year um, found that Apatosaurus and Brontosaurus are different enough to belong to separate groups after all, uh, bringing Brontosaurus back, uh, but much more notably running you wrong every time you were the smug git who said actually there's no such thing as Brontosaurus, so, <laughs> as we all did. Um, <laughs> Brontosaurus, uh, coming back, that's, that's great news for dinosaur names, uh, since, since Brontosaurus means, does anyone know? Thunder lizard. Thunder lizard, right. Um, many more dinosaurs are named a lot more prosaically. Um, place names is a, a, prom- a prominent one. Kangaroosaurus. Uh, yep, that's right. Mutabarosaurus from Australia. What are the most Kiwi as ancient reptile names that we have at the moment? Bonus points for anyone that can uh, give me. Jandalodon. Jandalodon. Fakatanisaurus. I'll give you a clue. Um, Most of, because of uh, New Zealand's uh, geology, most uh, ancient reptiles that have been found in uh, and around New Zealand were sea sea mammals, Uh, not mammals, (laughs) sea reptiles. So there's a lot of sea-related names. Kaimoanodon. Pretty close. There was there was a Moanosaurus. Oh, Moanosaurus. There is a a Maui source, and best of all. Ancient, ancient, terrible sea creature. Anyone can... Talifarsaurus! Yes. Talifarsaurus is a mosasaur uh, um, who inhabited New Zealand. Um, Pretty good name. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. um, So that brings us to the end of of Noodly News. Uh, Erin, what are the scores looking like after that round? KTX is ahead by a feather. 
13 points to 10. 13 points to give them a round of applause, everybody. Um, now on to a new round for tonight, uh, which is called Terrible Wizards. Uh, <laughs> now, um, dinosaurs are, of course, a big, a big favourite of small children. Uh, I happen to have two small children handy. Uh, I've talked to them a little bit about dinosaurs uh, in the preparation to tonight's show, and uh, I want you guys to name the species that they are talking about oh. after, after, after each clip. So, um, Thag Simmons, we'll, we'll start with you. Uh, with uh, these are my, this is my two children, uh, Theo, who's six, and Mina, who's three. Uh, so, have you got clip number one there, Erin? We can play that one. He's got um, um, plates on um, plates on his back. And he's got he's got a long a tail with spikes on the end, <laughs> and he's got dumpy feet, and he's like got this. a short neck. I sit like this. He's got a big tummy. Yes, Stegosaurus. That is Stegosaurus. Give him a round of applause. I like that he, he said they, they had bare feet. Yeah. No, stompy, stompy feet. Stompy feet. Oh, stompy feet. I just like the idea that like, yeah. this one doesn't have shoes. Apparently, <laughs> <Stompy laughs> the best dinosaur. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stegosaurus is the best uh, dinosaur. Stegosaurus, for a bonus point, is the state dinosaur of which state? Colorado. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, the. the <laughs> <laughs> the backup state dinosaur of Colorado is, of course, Denver, the last dinosaur. Uh, right, so this next clip's for you, Kate Extinction. He's got um, horns on his um, head and on his nose, and he's got a big plate under the 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 horns and he's got and he's got stompy feet and he's got a wicky tail and his tummy is blue. <laughs> <laughs> um that sounds sound, sounded like well there's there's two ways to answer this mm. question. Uh-huh. Because uh, in popular like consciousness it would be triceratops. It yeah. would be Triceratops. But uh, Triceratops was recently discovered just to be... They're just like um, uh, immature Taurosaurus. Oh, yeah, that's a controversial theory. Are we going to do this? <laughs> Start our taxonomy, mate. Um, I'll, t- I'll take Triceratops as the correct answer. Um, give them a round of applause, yes. Uh, okay, clip Which three. is the official official dinosaur of the tri-state area. Yes. <laughs> um, next one's for you guys. Uh, Thag Simmons. He has a big crest on his head. Yeah. And at the sound of it, because he has a big crest on its head, it's because to warn other dinosaurs, danger's coming. Does he, what does he do with his crest? Um, he makes it sound like this whoop for the danger of a plant eaters, a few volcanoes, one meteorites, one meteors coming. <laughs> In that order. <laughs> um, guys, you know what dinosaurs uh, Well, there's, well, there's, there's uh, two dinosaurs that I can think of mm. that have big crests on their heads uh, mm-hmm. that theoretically could use to, to resonate their voices. Uh, there's Parasaurolophus, mm-hmm. uh, but also Corinthosaurus. Oh, well, you're going to have to guess, aren't you? <laughs> uh, I'm guessing Parasaurolophus. Correct, it was Parasaurolophus. Oh! Good. Well done. No. Um, just as an extra uh, point of interest here, uh, scientists uh, 3D modelled Parasaurolophus's skull and basically rebuilt it and determined what it sounded like from the... And we've got a recording... They have produced. Is it uh, of your, of your kids uh, no, this is this is this is the sound. This is the actual sound of Parasaurolophus. Everyone listen to it. Oh my god! Wow. It's like a movie trailer. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, so that's what he sounded oh, like. Man, when, he was warning, more... when he was warning other plant eaters about meteorites. Or meteors. Or meteors. Okay, KT yeah. Extinction, uh, next one's for you guys. I'm Charlie's. Mm-hmm. And a wacky tail for working branches down. And they get in the way of him. <laughs> eating his meat when his tail is touching something. <laughs> and what does he sound like? Roar! Uh-huh. Roar! And what, what does he like to do? Eat dinosaurs and meat. Eat other dinosaurs' meat of their blood. <laughs> I am really confused on this mm. one. <coughs> the tail was the tail thing. I was gonna. I was gonna say Ankylosaurus, but. Because uh, because they have the clubbed yeah. tails. But that's but not carnivore though. That's not a, he's not a I mean, carnivore. It's not like T Rex or something like that. Otherwise, it... yeah. Although you'd think that the 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 little little <laughs> finger hands <laughs> would would have been a factor. Um, the, the tail is a big deal though. There were no okay. there were there were no stumpy feet in this one. No. Yeah. So it's probably quite a lithe dinosaur. <laughs> I'm gonna um, have to I'm gonna have to ask for an answer. Uh, uh, uh so a wacky tail. Is it a wacky tail like that whacks people, or is it just like like crazy and, and like wacky crazy tail? I can't interpret the. Or uh, uh, does it have like you. just a crazy story that it tells? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, if trees um, get in his way. Um, well, it's a meat eater. So. It's a meat eater. Yeah, they're pretty. Are we overthinking? And this? blood eater as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dracula Don. Oh my god! I, Bear in I, mind that my six-year-old child and my three-year-old child are not always intrinsically scientifically accurate descriptions. It's like if we if we just go on the the media side, it's like there could be it could be any, it could be anything. Like okay, it so, could be like a, a dead carcass that looked like, like a bush of berries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm guessing it's not. Uh, I think it's serious. The one, the, the one defining factor. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, I'm gonna have to demand an answer. I demand an answer. Maybe it's a mutant T-Rex who's got like a. <laughs> I, I, a mummy ankylosaurus and daddy T-Rex when they love each other very much. No, no, no. I, I reckon, I reckon it's ankylosaurus and your kids just think that it's a meat eater. That is completely wrong. Uh, <laughs> minus five points for wasting oh, everybody's oh, time. Oh, uh, we, that was t- Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> Um, okay, we'll do a couple more. Uh, next one uh, for you, okay. Thank, thanks, Simmons. Um, Dinosaur name here. He's got a big bump on his head, and then the bumps for um um um. It's like for a seat for sitting on. And Dinosaur name here. Use the wall, Nick, for. Eating the plants up the high, high, high trees. And what type of dinosaur is he? Um, he a plant eater. And also a sauropod. Oh, <laughs> that's uh, that's very technical information. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm guessing Brachiosaurus. Absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> Brachiosaurus, the sauropod with the seat on his head. <laughs> so good. Dinotopia? Yeah, yeah, probably. I think it's where we probably got that yeah. from. Yeah. Uh, and last one for you guys now. Uh, here we go. Hey, 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 has a bumpy tail. And hey, use the bumpy tail for bumping other dinosaurs. <laughs> and what does he have on his back? Spikes. What happens to me is if they try to eat him? Um, the the sparks get caught in his mouth, and the Tyrannosaurus makes his. Ah! What's happening to me? <laughs> and, and he roars, and after that, he dies. <laughs> so this, this is, no, this is 100% Ankylosaurus. Ankylosaurus, correct. Yes! I know if I, if I just keep saying, if I just keep saying Ankylosaurus, eventually it'll be correct. Ankylosaurus. Okay, that brings us to the end of the Terrible Wizards round. Uh, let's uh, let's check it out. It's the best round. Let's do this every time. Uh, let's check it on the scores there with Aaron. Don't kids say the dinoist things. Hey. 
The Institute for Empirical Research has stomped ahead to 16, and KTX has slipped backwards to 11. Take it, was it, it, was it, it minus was five points? Okay, we're on to an, another new round for tonight uh, called uh, the Bone Wars. Now, the Bone Wars, for anyone that doesn't know about them, uh, refer to a period of intense fossil speculation and discovery in the late 19th century, uh, marked primarily by a heated rivalry between two paleontologists, Edward Drinker Cope and Othniel Charles Marsh. Marsh. Um, so they were absolutely crazy, and uh, it's worth reading about. Um, they both used underhanded methods to try and outcompete the other in the field, uh, resulting to bribery, theft, and destruction of bones. Uh, there was dynamiting <laughs> d- d- uh, dinosaur skeletons and various things happening at one point. Um, they, they both uh, each uh, attacked the other in scientific publications, seeking to ruin their credibility and, and have their funding cut off. Uh, but both of them also named uh, huge numbers of dinosaurs. Um, so in this round, the Bone Wars, um, each, each team, I'm going to get each team to introduce their new dinosaur discovery uh, that they've made, uh, outlining its, its unique and interesting points uh, and, and possible notable features, and then the other team will destroy their scientific credibility. <laughs> um, so, so KT Extinction, let's, let's hear about the, the new species of dinosaur that you've just found. Uh, it, it's very exciting, I'm led to yep. believe. It's a, it's a bold new discovery. So every dinosaur that has been discovered thus far, generally speaking, eats either plants or meat. Mm. But we've discovered a new type of dinosaur which exclusively goes on the paleo diet. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, uh, the paleo diet it's, it long, long predates... Um, uh, the state of California. Um, and, uh, in fact, it, it gets its name from, from the, uh, the skeletons from which the, the food was exhumed. And it's been demonstrated that uh, these dinosaurs live longer and had happier, more satisfying lives <laughs> than other species of dinosaur which were contemporaneous with them. Right, right. They also had greater sexual stamina, yep. uh, which, um, oddly enough, resulted in them uh, have, like breeding less because they would spend more time mm. just having uh, casual sort of uh, uh, like recreational sex right. rather than um, actually creating dino babies. Okay. And what do, you, what do you call your new discovery? Paleo O'Rourke. Paleo O'Rourke. Paleo O'Rourke. Very interesting. Now, you've read this paper. I have. Yes, we have. We have. A few concerns. Yes, well, the primary concern seems obvious to us is that these dinosaurs, if they were incessantly obsessed with their paleo diets, uh, they would never form the social cohesion that other dinosaurs relied on, uh, being never invited to parties. Right. In addition, the assertion that uh, a paleo diet would, in fact, cause you to live longer, um, it's not true, it just feels that way. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Um, now, you, you've made, you've made uh, discovery of your own. That's while, right. While That's right. fossil hunting. Yes. Uh, why, yes. don't you, why don't you tell us about it? Well, um, it's amazing. It was actually uh, located somewhere that no one has ever found dinosaurs before. That's right. Uh, These dinosaurs, (coughs) these bones, we found them floating in the air. (laughs) Correct. We did. Uh, It was very odd. We suspect that they have a similar makeup, or or that you know they've been that something's happened to the bones over time that has caused them to be very similar to uh, um, uh, not power pumice pumice stones. Yes, and they're full of air bubbles. Right. Yeah, they've uh, they've achieved aerostasis, uh, which would allow the dinosaurs uh, to hunt through the air, um, feasting on on insects, uh, on proto birds, and other flying uh, flying reptiles of the contemporaneous era. And amazingly enough, unlike other uh, flying creatures, which were of course precursors to birds, these ones are entirely different. These ones went somewhere differently. They're not, we actually don't know what they became and, and we suspect they may be linked to uh, the very regular sightings of UFOs across UFOs Southern America. They've evolved yeah. into UFOs. Yeah. That's right, because uh, where, other, where other dinosaurs had feathers, uh, these dinosaurs, we have significant fossil evidence to suggest that these dinosaurs grew sequins. Yeah. <laughs> right. Correct. And then what do you call your, your floating dinosaur? Moldosaurus. <laughs> Moldosaurus. Um, guys, guys, you find this whole thing questionable, don't well, you? Well, mm. 
when anybody claims to be walking on air, you have to ask yourself, believe it or not. <laughs> well, that's why we called it Moldosaurus, because we want to believe. The truth is and out there. Frankly, we don't believe. Um, uh, in, fact, in fact, we believe that it's, it's actually a commonly common misconception that Moldosaurus floated in air. The air bubbles were actually caused by the bends uh, because it was a deep sea dwelling creature. Uh, and it would often right, rapidly so you, you rise up. You think it lived up. in a completely different habitat. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, we also believe that um, uh, because it's, uh, of the bone structure being porous, like like uh, the, of the, uh, like uh, pumice stone, uh, that other dinosaurs, when going into the ocean to bathe, would have grabbed passing moldosauruses and used them to cleanse their bodies, <laughs> and they would have very quickly become extinct. Which really just tears to pieces this theory of like. Oh, they, they hunted all these birds and insects and shit. But it's like it's like we've got we, like we have fossil uh, records of their of them having survived, and enough to die. Long you have fossil to records of them not surviving. Not inside one of these. <laughs> not inside one of these things. Right. So, uh, uh, I, I, and finally, <laughs> as for the UFO thing, I think um, uh, it's it's clear that. Um, because we know that we know that uh, our, our dinosaurs evolved into birds, the reptiles came from space. <laughs> right, mm. right. Our reptilian overlords today. I see. Came so it's more of a reverse. And reverse. So, like the that's Egyptian. where the, that's so the the birds and the the reptiles completely different. And the uh, Egyptians uh, worshipped cats, who ate birds. And as we know, the pyramids were built by the uh, aliens, the ancient aliens. So, I mean, it stands to reason that the ancient aliens were not of bird origin. Is this You're looking at evolution very linearly. I mean, we have evidence that, uh, that, white, that cetaceans and, uh, and ruminants moved backwards and forwards across the evolutionary chain. Whales moved onto the land, uh, and land creatures went back to the sea. The think, sea creatures went back onto the land. I think one key thing you're forgetting is that uh, Noah didn't bring the dinosaurus uh, <laughs> onto his ark. Uh, no, they just floated around waiting for the flood to go down. <laughs> all right, well, we could, we could argue this point, we could argue this point uh, all day. But I'm afraid the, the audience uh, only has one research grant to award for further study. So, um, audience, uh, in your research funding uh, decisions this year, uh, clap if you'd like to research further, uh, re- uh, fund further research on Paleo O'Rourke. Yeah. And clap if you'd like to give your funding money to Moldosaurus. Uh, well, that's a distinct win in scientific orthodoxy for Moldosaurus. <laughs> Moldosaurus there um, added to the record. Uh, very good. So five five points there. Um, what, what are the scores now? Erin, after that, uh, after that very enlightening round. Oh, the gap between species is widening. The Institute for Empirical Research is on twenty one, and KTX is still back on eleven. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, okay. But the, the next round, next round is a real chance to make up points. Okay. Uh, everyone's favourite nerd degree game. Bad for your elf. Oh, yes. uh, go, on, go on, sir, with your Cockney accents. Get it out of the way. Get it bad, out. For bad for your elf. Bad for your elf. Okay, um, because, because you're languishing somewhat, Katie Extinction, um, I'm going uh, to get you guys to go first. Uh, what I'm giving you is a list of the names of fighting moves of the dinosaur character Alex from Tekken Tag Tournament 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's... Alex is, Alex is a dinosaur. He fights. He's got a, he's got a long move list. That's a select few there. Uh, you're going to read that out. You guys, of course, will have to determine if these are real or if they are making it up. Real? I love how they could have come up with a cool like dinosaur name. It's <laughs> just like Alex. No, Alex. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> we, uh, we, sorry, we dang if it's. Uh, we just say nah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you cool. think it's an actual move that Alex can right. perform. Okay, I got this. <laughs> Well, you're a pro wrestler. That's <laughs> true. Called Alex. Tail mopping. Tail mopping. Well, that's analogous to sweep the leg, right? I feel like so. It's yeah, in the, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah I'll, it's real. I'll support you. It's real. True. That is indeed. Good. Uh, that is true. <laughs> One point uh, there for Thagsimmons Institute. The meteorite kick. Nah. No. No, not convinced. No, again, no, it was indeed false. Uh, Andrew's been shot down. It's two points for Thag. <laughs> Have you ever played this game? 
Yeah. Okay, I haven't. <laughs> Doesn't mean I'm good at it. Animal megaton punch. <laughs> no. Wait. 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 <laughs> I don't know what level of ridiculousness we're at. Like, I don't, I don't know how to gauge I always, it. I always played like the, the log man. <laughs> he won't help you here, man. He won't help you. Uh, no, I, I think that's true. Is that your okay, answer? I will back you. It is true. You, <laughs> Alex can do the animal megaton punch. <laughs> Lost skull headbutt. Uh, true? True. 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 No. Oh! Ah! No. Okay. Spiny roundhouse. <laughs> no. No, false. False, there is no spiny roundhouse <laughs> in Alex's repertoire. A couple more guys, a couple more perhaps. Um, 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 um. Shrimp kick. No. Shrimp kick. Uh, Do you want to say yes? Should I write paper scissors you for it? No. Okay, no. It. Yes, you can uh, do a shrimp kick with Alex. <laughs> Is that just pressing the kick button? Uh, probably. <laughs> Running exploder. <laughs> Running exploder. <laughs> wow. Well, animal, that animal weird punch thing with the thing. So animal maybe megaton this, punch. Yeah, maybe. Running exploder. Yeah, sure. Sure, running yeah. exploder. Yeah. Yes, running exploder is true. You can do a running exploder. And one more, maybe. Who names these things? <laughs> Not English speakers. <laughs> Fair enough. Um... Mega claw swipe. Yes. 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 No. No. No, Alex must fall back on the animal megaton punch instead of that. <laughs> so that's, that's uh, well done. We slipped a few past the goalkeeper there. Uh, uh, now, Thanks, Institute, I'm passing you a list of the names of uh, post colon titles of films in the Land Before Time series. Oh, yes. <laughs> Uh, a selection of oh, the man. some of the like, some fourteen films I think there are. Um, there's, a, there's about ten of them now. Great. Um, in that list, so off you go. Um, the way home. Yes, that's real. No, it is not. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like the rug's been pulled out. For years. <laughs> Journey to Big Water. Yes, it is. Presumably a film in which they go to the big water. <laughs> Quite true. Um, <clears throat> invasion of the tiny sauruses. Yes, that, that's a real one. Yes, Andrew, it is a real one. Have you seen that one? Uh, no, I just I remember seeing the title when I worked at the video store because I was like, that is such a stupid <laughs> Danger from the skies. I'm going to say no. No, I think it'll be the final film in the series. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not a correct title. Um, <clears throat> the Old Ones. I think... I think that... They had Rick Mallon in that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm going to say uh, that's correct. Uh, you should have said no, that's not correct. <clears throat> because there's no Old Ones. Except they're all dinosaurs. <coughs> I guess they're technically they're all. The secret of stompy feet. <laughs> I want that to be true. Yeah. Oh man, it sounds like such a great movie. Has <laughs> to be, be falsies. It's, I'm going to say it's false because we've had two, we've had stompy feet. It is false. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mina would totally watch yeah, the film. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a film <laughs> written by your children. That's right. A <laughs> uh, couple, couple more guys. Um, <coughs> sorry, you go. <coughs> The Stone of Cold Fire. Ooh. Isn't that a Skyrim quest? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, or, or the way a caveman might describe a microwave oven. <laughs> Stone of Cold Fire. <laughs> <laughs> cold fire. Um, I don't think that is one. It is one. What? Uh, yeah, because uh, I'm going to have to go home and look up what the Stone of Cold Fire is, because yeah. that's pretty intriguing. 
Uh, okay, Maybe and it's... one more, one more. Um... Oh, do that one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Mine's game. <laughs> the Great Forest. Yeah. Doesn't sound like much of a concept for a movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, is it ever going to be? It's Gully? literally like Foon Gully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's never going to be as good as Fern Gully. Um, uh, Great Forest. It just doesn't sound like there's much of a story implied in it. No. Not like Journey to Big Water. <laughs> <laughs> you've got you've got the water. You've got yeah. the journey. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say. The big, the great, what great forest? The great is, forest is, is 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 bullshit. True, it is not an actual title. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so other other titles in the series include the Secret of Saurus Rock, yep. uh, the Mysterious Island, and the Wisdom of Friends. <laughs> this is my favorite. Is the Mysterious one. Island like the Famous Five like crossover episode? Yeah, possibly. <laughs> so like a, a mashup. Did anyone else have like the? Go to Pizza Hut uh, and get the puppets from the land before time. Oh my God, that's ringing so many bells. Um, we had a hand up in the. Oh, office. do we? Did we? Yeah, yeah. I googled it. The stone of cold fire is a meteorite. Oh. oh. Yeah. Stone of cold fire. It's not. It's not cold. Yeah. Not cold. Like when oh, it originally. But, well, originally, but like <laughs> when the dinosaurs encounter a meteorite. <laughs> It's not going to be cold. <laughs> that was a test meteorite. All right, that brings us to the end of the Bad Fear Off round. Give them a round of applause there. Off. Well, a lot, of, a lot of scoring going out on, the, on that round, and I can only hope that Erin was keeping track, because I sure wasn't. Erin, what, what are the scores looking like now? I was keeping marvellous track. Uh, unfortunately, that round made absolutely zero difference in the differential. <laughs> Simmons Institute for Empirical Research is on 29 KTX shouldn't have dissed Ben's kids. Still on 19. 19. <laughs> I compared them to successful screenwriters. I don't know if anyone working on Land Before Time can qualify as successful. Hey, <laughs> All right. Um, but the good news, good news for KT Extinction is that the final round of the evening is worth a massive 10 points. So we can tie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is this is this is a round that is going to be called Debate Club, and you guys are going to be de- debating uh, the following moot. Um, and the moot is this: if we can, we should absolutely go ahead and clone dinosaurs and put them in a sweet dinosaur theme park. <laughs> now, now, KT Extinction, because you are bringing up the rear, I'll, I'll give you the choice of being affirmative or negative on this moot. They're taking notes. They're yeah, taking it very seriously. I hope you guys are ready for this. Um, sorry, we, can, we can, yeah, define. Ben, we, we would like to uh, uh, debate the affirmative. You don't like to debate. Feel very strongly about this. Debate the affirmative. So, that, so uh, we are the naysayers. Yeah, this is the naysayers that yeah. we should absolutely not go ahead and right. build a sweet clone dinosaurs and build a sweet dinosaur theme park. Uh, so, guys, because you didn't get a choice, uh, you can you can lead us off there. I'm going to give you two minutes for your opening argument about why we shouldn't do this. Well, first of all, I want to raise a point of order. There's a conjunction in the moot. <laughs> Can you take five points so, off? Uh... <laughs> You're the one who made this a debate. So, so the, 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 the moot is that we, should, that we should clone dinosaurs and build a sweet dinosaur theme park. I think it's perfectly possible for us to clone dinosaurs without going to the extent of putting public safety at risk. I completely agree. Um, uh, cloning dinosaurs is a is a fantastic way to find out more about the world, find more about uh, find out more about ourselves, about evolution, all that sort of thing. But clearly, the rest of humanity cannot be trusted to not fuck it up. <laughs> That's so. right. And the number one reason for not making a dinosaur theme park is that theme parks just get turned back into movies, and then we would get <laughs> the movie of the theme park, and then the theme park inspired by the movie, and then the movie inspired. Where will it? End? We definitely don't want another Jack Sparrow out there in the world. Uh, you know, Captain Jack, Tyrannosaurus Sparrow Rex, just ruining the world and giving Johnny Depp more screen time. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the very apotheosis of science gone wrong. Good word. <clears throat> if we allow dinosaur theme parks to happen, whether we clone dinosaurs or not, we're just contributing to the death of original cinema. 20 seconds. And that would suck. <laughs> Thank you. Very good. Very good. Um, 
Okay, uh, Katie, extinction. Uh, likewise, you're going to have two minutes to uh, uh, for your opening statement. Uh, that we absolutely should go ahead and clone dinosaurs and build a sweet dinosaur thing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if we can. We should absolutely go ahead and clone dinosaurs and put them in a sweet dinosaur theme park. That's right, and and I think we can we can all agree that the the conjunction is in fact uh, a, a strong one because <laughs> if if dinosaurs were cloned, where else would you put them? Would you rather have them running them have them running wild on the, on, on the face of the earth? No, yeah. a theme park them, is the them, only place. You want them behind not not behind bars exactly, but uh, you want them you want them behind fences or at least on an island where they can't get out to the mainland. Surround you my train professionals and what, who ride my bikes. And I think I think something that that often goes uh, unconsidered. Uh, when when talking about um, dinosaur theme parks, especially sweet dinosaur theme parks, um, is um, is the the research that can go on in those theme parks because they don't just exist to give entertainment to the millions of children whose lives would be irreversibly made better by uh, irreversibly by, made better. irreversibly made better. You cannot take that away from those children. You can't reverse being it. chomped in half by a T-Rex. Bear in mind also that these aren't just dinosaur parks; these are dinosaur theme parks. So yeah. they'd be like pirate dinosaurs. Yeah. They'd be like space dinosaurs. Yeah. I've just explained why pirate dinosaurs. But the amount of research that goes on, um, the, just think of think of how much science would benefit from there being a sweet mm. dinosaur theme park. Um, uh, and as as for the as for the uh, comment about um, about original cinema, I think everybody can agree that another excuse for Johnny Depp to put on a silly hat uh, is never a bad thing. Twenty seconds. Okay. Um, uh, but essentially, I think it comes down to the fact that the dinosaur theme park is not just a dinosaur theme park, but it is sweet. And I think that's what it really boils down to. Do you want something that's boring, or do you want something that is totally friggin' sweet? Give me a round of applause. Uh, okay, uh, thanks for this Institute. I'm going to give you 30 seconds uh, for a rebuttal. Great, well... Last time Johnny, Johnny Depp put on a silly hat, it was the most racist thing in cinema since black and white minstrels. <laughs> so I don't trust him to not be incredibly disrespectful to everything that we love and hold dear about dinosaurs. You mean just the saying that. movie he's in? <laughs> yes, yes, we should isolate dinosaurs if we clone them, but it doesn't mean we should charge admission for people to look at them. And who are we to charge admission to, to view mankind's, well, the, the Earth's last great... Uh, Great animals, great wilderness, great wildlife. Uh, so uh, it, it comes back for me to the conjunction in the moon. And even if it is a great conjunction, anyone who's seen the Dark Crystal will tell you how destructive great conjunctions can be. <laughs> <laughs> Time. Um, okay, uh, KT, KT Extinction, uh, you, know, you also have 30 seconds to uh, rebut your opponent's arguments. The opposing team seems to have taken it for granted that... Uh, the first, the first clause in the, in the moot, which is if we can, and the second clause, which is we should absolutely go ahead and clone dinosaurs. The debate seems to be about putting them in a sweet dinosaur theme park. The question is, for me, how the hell do you fund such a... It's got to be an expensive proposition, mm. like cloning dinosaurs. And really, the most reliable source of income you can possibly come up with is theme park attendance. <laughs> and the theme of the park would be Johnny Depp. So that for instance, you'd have Raptors uh, playing as Edward Scissorhands. Ten seconds. With little claws, and you'd have like sparrows who are descendants of, of, of dinosaurs, as Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> you'd have uh, jumping dinosaurs as 21 it, jumping It sounds very exciting. Okay, give KG Extinction a hand there, everybody. Well, a lot of good points made. <laughs> Sorry for bringing Johnny Depp into it. I'm not, I'm not talking about Johnny Depp. Man, a surprising um, amount of <laughs> So, audience, uh, once again, I'm going to have to call upon you to decide uh, the uh, the result of the debate. Uh, if you thought KT Extinction had the stronger argument, uh, applaud now. <laughs> and if you thought Saxon's Institute had the stronger argument, applaud now. Well, I have to declare win to Katie Extinction, everybody. Yes. <laughs> Capitalism triumphs again. <laughs> 
Right, so that brings us to the end of the show, and Erin has uh, been uh, totting up the scores here in the booth. And what's the final result, Erin? I have been, and winning tonight's prize pack, which is a mega-sized dino chicken burger combo with a rubbery Land Before Time promotional finger puppet, <laughs> is Katie Extinction, 29 to 24. Oh. Uh, well, that brings us to the end of the show, and of course, as always, on the Nerd Degree, it's uh, time to go to our, our panellists and get their recommendations. So let's start to my right. Scott, what are you recommending? Uh, well, um, I'd recommend... Uh, there's a wonderful book uh, called Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, um, which is uh, set in kind of Jane Austen uh, times uh, in, in England, but with the addition of a little bit of magic, um, sort of alternate history. It's a wonderful, wonderful book, um, one of my favourites. And it's just recently uh, been adapted into a seven-part BBC <coughs> miniseries, um, which I've seen some little bits of, and, it's, and that's wonderful also. So check it out. <coughs> Andrew, what have you got for us? Um, I would like to recommend uh, the movie that I just finished making, uh, Ghost Shark 2 Urban Jaws. It um, is, a, is, a, is a very hard-hitting uh, drama, um, which uh, takes place in Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, it was made over a course of five years um, in, on, on two islands of New Zealand. Um, and uh, it, it will be coming out at the end of this month via video on demand at GoShark2.com and can be pre-ordered now for the low, low price of a variety of prices. <laughs> uh, as the host of The Nerd Degree, I'd like to recommend The Nerd Degree. Uh, you're probably listening to it right now. Continue to listen to it. Uh, find it on the website that you found it at. Uh, or go to Facebook and look us up there as well. We like to put things there occasionally. Uh, Jen, what are you recommending? I have been listening to a podcast called Invisibilia, which is an NPR um, product, you know, uh, This American Life, those sort of people. And it's fascinating. Um, it's about 10 episodes, and it's about uh, the unseen forces that shape us, and I'm really enjoying it. Hmm. Uh, and I'm going to recommend uh, William Gibson, who you may remember as the author of... Um, Neuromancer, uh, pattern recognition, basically the inventor of the cyberpunk genre. Uh, his latest book, The Peripheral, is really cool. Um, it's kind of uh, it's set in the future and the present at the same time, and saying much more than that will kind of give away the plot, but uh, there's some really fascinating world building in there, uh, and it's a really great adventure. Great, and that brings us to the end of episode 12 of The Nerd Degree. It remains for me to thank Erin in the booth, uh, the Orange Studio team. Uh, thank you very much, and good night. Yay.